0: Whether it's a world champion boxer, basketball player, track star, a horse, even animals. I find out that this Mark Spitz, for example, he's a world champion. But what made him the world champion was that he seemed to, at the right time, when the pressure's down, at the last few yards, he can get that lead, or he's got enough left to make it. I fought Ken Norton, my last fight. The fight was even up until the last round. But I had something that he didn't have, although I'm much older. Uh, and that was the uh, last minute kick. What's that last minute kick? Is that something just the stamina, of the strength. The it's mental, more than training. The mental capacity, mental capacity. to realize what's involved and in how important it is. And make your body do something that's really too tired to do. Your mind makes you do it. Uh, Mark Spitz, this Olympic track star was mentioning, he wasn't that much greater than all the people in the world, but sometimes he won by just that much. and. Uh, so, the champion is just one who can come out at the last minute and the close of the show, as I say, the star close of the show. A 14, 15 round fight and it's even and the, usually this champion, you can depend on him to come through the last few seconds and find some is energy. Is that mental discipline? Is it discipline? Not only that, it's mental and physical. His body's in physical shape to do it, mm-hmm. plus mentally too. Uh, he's got himself in condition. Where both fellas may be, sometimes the will can outdo the skill, and sometimes a fellow's will is stronger than the man who's actually better physically, and the determination and weakens the other man, just to see him so determined. George Roman, people are afraid of George Foreman, they talk about how hard he hits. The world has been deceived, you listen to me now, I've never told you wrong, the man don't hit hard. He knocked Joe Frazier down six times, he got up six times. Joe King Roman is Tokyo, Japan fight, the Puerto Rican champion. Knocked him down three times, he jumped up three times. He knocked Ken Norton down four times, he jumped up four times. When have you ever saw the man say seven, eight, nine, ten, Count his man out. When I hit Sonny Liston, the second fight, he stayed out for the count of 10. Zora Foley stayed out for the count of 10. Cleveland Williams stayed out for the count of 10. What few I have knocked out, stayed down. Sugar Ray Robinson knocked him out for the count of 30. Joe Lewis, Marciana, Jack Dempsey, Jack Johnson, Archie Moore as a child, they knock him out cold. So this man has never knocked nobody out cold. He's a bully. He's slow. He has no skill, no footwork. He's awkward. And I had given him a name. I named Floyd Patterson the rabbit. I named Sonny Liston the bear. And he shall be known officially as the mummy. (laughs) The mummy. And why, why the mummy? Because he fights. When he's fighting, if you ever watch him in the rain, he, 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 he drags like that after his opponent. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how's the mummy gonna catch me? When you're fighting the mummy, you just keep a step ahead of the mummy. See? Yeah, move yeah move just move on the mummy. No mummy, I'm over here. No mummy, I'm over here. Yeah, now you're moving too fast. The mummy don't move that fast. Do you ever get frightened before a fight? You'll get nervous before a fight. I'm nervous, but not frightened. I'm nervous uh, because I I have a great insight on. I just don't see the audience. Every camera, I see millions of people. Like the Fraser fight was watched by 10 1, hundred million people, which is five times the population of everybody in the United States. Just a picture arena with one million people. I imagine you couldn't see them all. Just think about 100 million and 10 1, hundred million. And all those people and everything, that makes me nervous. Just the idea of me just being a humble fellow from Kentucky, got lucky in sports, and now here is the house, the fight was piped in a place like Thailand to the government house and Arabia, and the government officials took time off to watch the fight. And just for two men boxing. Attracting so many people of all races and nationalities. And Hawaii, you understand, they, they, they stopped, closed all the factories, and the people, they set televisions on every other street corner. People came out watching them fight on the streets, and every bar in America, every every house, even traffic was still doing that fight. In Madison Square Garden, 10,000 people couldn't get in, and just over one man, just imagine all them people watching you. That makes me nervous until, until I get started. And then No others Door. My, my thinking is so superior, and my knowledge is so positive, and my logic is so wise until it clashes with the mentality which is down here and I'm over there. So, by me being so high, I can see more and see farther than you, and you're looking up at me and saying, Ali, don't do it. Don't do it. Ali, please stop letting it hurt And you're on the job making... 60 to 70 pounds a week, or whoever this guy is. <laughs> never, never been out of the country, not known in his own neighborhood. Ali, don't do it. But I'm at such a high level, until I don't think like you. I'm not like you. Uh, now I say you, are I mean I'm the person. But, I mean, you, but, you, not but, but you know why they say that? I mean, it's for the because best possible reason their fear and they are wearing looks looks dangerous to them that's it's right. not really that dangerous to me no problem this will be the biggest upset since sunny liston and i think it is befitting that i go out of boxing just like i came in defeating a big bad monster that nobody could destroy a hard punch i'm the underdog if he hits me i'm in trouble like the sunny liston fight i came back and i shook the world and i got liston now it's 10 years since Sonny Liston, I'm meeting another big, bad, strong monster knockout artist that beats everybody. Sonny Liston knocked out Patterson twice. And I was supposed to fall but he didn't knock me out. Because he could hit hard, but he couldn't find nothing yet. George Foreman knocked out Ken Norton, knocked out Joe Frazier. True, I didn't knock him out, but I'm so fast and so hard hit and so scientific. I'm a totally different man from Fraser Norton. Listen, David, when I meet this man, if you think the world was surprised when Nixon resigned, wait till I whip foreman behind. <laughs> I'm telling you, David, I'm down to 215 pounds. Right now, I said it when 215. I'm fighting weight already. I usually train six weeks for fights. I've trained four months for fights. I'm chopping trees. I've done something special. I've wrestled with an alligator. <laughs> I've tussled with you. A, totally. I believe you totally. I believe you completely. I have tussled with a whale. Out of handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. Now you know I'm bad. Only last week I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean I make medicine sick. Boy. You got one minute? <laughs> one minute. The goes like this. People say, what's going to happen? You meet Joe Frazier again. Here's how the fights gonna sound on the radio for those who can't afford to buy the expensive theater seats. And the fight goes like this. Ding! Ali comes out to meet Frazier. But Frazier starts to retreat. If Frazier goes back an inch farther, he'll wind up in the rain side seat. Ali swings to the left. Ali swings to the right. Look at the kid carry the fight. Frazier keeps backing, but there's not enough room. It's a matter of time. There Ali lowers the boom. Now Ali lands to the right. What a beautiful swing. And the lifts Frazier clean out of the ring. (laughs) Frazier's still rising, but the referee wears a frown. For he can't start counting till Frazier comes down. <laughs> now Frazier disappears from view. The crowd is getting frantic, but our radar station have picked him up. He's somewhere over the Atlantic. <laughs> Who would have thought when they came to the fight that they would have witnessed the launching of a colored satellite. <laughs> I don't pay no attention to what they say about me. All I do is just do what I have to do and get paid and that's it but I don't really pay no attention to the rules of boxing. I don't pay no attention, I defy all the rules. I defy, I've added pages to the book of boxing. I have this game as such a thing now until boxing promoters can no longer afford my shovels. I have governments like Iran ready to put up 10 million for me to fight Joe Frazier. I have governments like Cairo, Egypt, wanting to put up six million with people like Ron Lyle. I have countries all like, uh, all back throughout Zaire Talking to Mabuto, he wants him back again. They'll put up five more million for retirement foreman. When we talk about 10 million and six million and four million, this is unbelievable. And they don't expect to get the money back. They're promoting their countries and their ideals. So I've excelled so in this sport of boxing until Madison Square Garden is too small. Yankee Stadium is too small. The Houston Astrodome, the biggest promoters and the wealthiest Americans and Englishmen you can get for promotions cannot just promote me no more. You understand? So, I've not only added pages to boxing, but I added new sections to the boxing book. Everybody stop talking now. Attention. I told you, all of my critics, I told you all that I was the greatest of all time. When I beat Sunday Listen. I told you today, I'm still the greatest of all time. Never again defeat me. Never again Never say that I'm going to be defeated. Never again. It make me the underdog until I'm about 50 years old, right. then you might get me, but I didn't dance, I didn't dance for a reason, I wanted to make him lose all his power, I kept telling him he had no punch, he couldn't hit, he's swinging like a sissy, he's missing, let me see your box, I hadn't started dancing yet, you can't say my legs are going, you can't say I was tired, because what happened, I didn't dance from the second round on, I stayed on the ropes, when I stay on the ropes, you think I'm doing bad. But I want all boxers to put this in the page of boxes. Staying on the ropes is a beautiful thing with a heavyweight when you make him shoot his best okay. shots and you know he's not hitting you. Yeah. I would have gave George Solomon two rounds of steady punching because after that he was mad. I want to say something right here. You all might, this might make you all think. Life is not really long. Let's say the average person 30 years old. If you're 30 years old, you're not but about 7 years old. How can I prove it? out of all the seven, eight, nine hours you slept for 30 years. Out of 30 years, out of all the night, last night when you went to bed and woke up this morning, you don't remember a thing. You've been unconscious for about eight years. If you're 30 years old, you slept about eight years. Okay. How much traveling have you done in 30 years? the television station to home, to another country, to another city, to school, to church, You've probably traveled two years of your life, and spent just getting back and forth to where you're going. So there's eight years of sleeping, two years of traveling. There's 30 years out of your life before you accomplish anything. How long do you sit in school in America? We stay in school from the 12th grade to from the first grade to 12th grade, same year. Yeah, virtually. Six hours a day. Yeah. Six hours a day for 12 years. Break it down. You sit in the classroom for three years without leaving. Okay, two years of traveling, eight years of sleeping, three years of school. How many movies have you went to? How many wrestling matches? How much entertainment? How many movies, theaters, live plays, baseball games? Probably two years of entertainment. So by the time a man, you older people know him, bear witness, what I'm saying. By the time you have children, by the time you have uh, made a way for your children, by the time you've paid for your home, you're pushing 60 years old. So life is real short. you know i'm sure henry will tell you any fighter that knows what's happening you really can't plan to fight when you're meeting a man you've never met before right you just have to get your tools ready here's a car stops on the highway they call the AAA or whatever and say my car's broke down what is it lady she don't know it's but Well, the man comes with all the tools and he come equipped to handle whatever the problem is An astronaut goes into space and he pretends that something happens to the ship before he take off, he gets out and he works on it. He's not looking for something to happen, but it might happen. So I didn't know I just had everything ready. Now, after the first round, being here with a top professional, a man so great, had so many knockouts, never been defeated, never been even scratched, I didn't know really how good he was. So I had to come in, actually a little nervous and with everything ready. After one round of dancing, I found out that this would tire me out. So I would have to resort to ropes. I figured that out after the first round. So I said, I'm going to go to these ropes. And I'm going to let this man throw everything he can. Let him tire himself out. He might look like he's winning. And if he don't hurt me, I'm going to stay here. But if he should be as great as they say he is, if he hits as hard as they say he hit, when he hits you and breaks your arm, he knocked out Joe Frazier. I couldn't do it. Knocked out Ken Norton. He was a big, bad jab before the fight, you remember. And you remember that, don't you? Yeah, I do. How bad he was. <laughs> they don't say that now, but you remember he was a real bad cat the other day, right? Don't forget that. Now, after I found out he didn't have it, I stayed there. But if he had had what I thought he had had or what they said he had, I'd have kept running, hoping I wouldn't.